Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Now, usually, a celebrity checking into a treatment facility equals scandal. But Hayden Panettiere's story is anything but. On the contrary, the actress, who sought treatment for postpartum depression recently, is being hailed as a brave, validating voice for the thousands of new moms who suffer from the illness. Because having a baby is hard. They don't call it labor for nothing. And then, no rest for the weary. You're suddenly and wholly responsible for this fragile, helpless being. Top that with some serious sleep deprivation, turbulent hormones, and the cultural expectations around bonding, bliss, and being, quote, mom enough, and you've got another kind of rude awakening on your hands, one not precipitated by middle-of-the-night feeding requests. So it's no wonder that, through no fault of their own, 9 to 16% of moms will experience postpartum depression. Indeed, a mix of genetics, hormones, predisposition, support or lack thereof, and stress lay fertile ground for the illness. And once silenced and written off, women with postpartum depression are, thankfully, gaining a voice. So this week, we'll amplify that voice through some myth-busting, plus eight symptoms to watch for. So let's start with the myths. Mythbuster number one. Most postpartum depression doesn't start post-birth. In fact, in fully 50% of moms with postpartum depression, symptoms began during pregnancy, not after the baby was born. Additionally, for many moms, anxiety, not depression, is the first inkling that something is wrong. Mythbuster number two, postpartum illness doesn't have to start within the first four weeks. So while the official word on postpartum depression is that it begins within four weeks of giving birth, if you're suffering, you don't have to fit into a neat little diagnostic box to get help. Nothing about having a new baby is clean, including exact symptoms and timing. Many advocates have argued that changing the onset to any time in the first six months or even the first year after giving birth would more accurately reflect the experiences of moms with postpartum depression. But no matter the label, you should be treated the same by your physician or mental health provider with compassion and action. Mythbuster number three, postpartum depression isn't the only postpartum illness. Indeed, there's a whole collection, postpartum anxiety, postpartum OCD, and rarely, but often enough to be recognized, postpartum psychosis, are all challenging disorders new moms and even dads can experience. And then mythbuster number four, postpartum depression isn't just baby blues. So baby blues is the name for the period of emotional adjustment that occurs after having a baby. But baby blues goes away on its own and consists of experiencing the symptoms we'll talk about in a minute in a transient way. By contrast, with postpartum depression, you feel some or all of the symptoms more often than not. So what exactly are we talking about? Let's go through some of the symptoms. So it's important to note that not everyone will experience every symptom. Plus, there are also the classic symptoms of depression, like crying and changes in eating and sleeping. But don't worry about matching up perfectly. You know if you're miserable. So symptom number one is guilt or shame. So you feel like you should be doing better than this or know how to do this. The words, I should go through your head a lot, and you think you're bad or damaged or worthless and don't deserve to be a mom. 
You don't want anyone to know, and you keep how horrible you're feeling a secret. Because you worry if you confide in someone, they'll either judge you or have your baby taken away. Symptom number two, you can't be reassured. With the baby blues, it's normal to feel overwhelmed at moments, but you feel better with some kind words from your partner or a friend you trust. With postpartum depression, you feel overwhelmed, sad, or anxious more often than not, and the reassurance just feels like a lie. Symptom number three, fantasies of escape. Now, this goes beyond joking about a one-way ticket to Jamaica. Instead, you fantasize about driving away and never coming back because your family would be better off without you. You may have thoughts of escape by killing yourself or getting killed like being hit by a bus. And this persists even if you get some rest and support. And an important note, if your thoughts of suicide are more than just passing thoughts, or you have a plan or means, get help right away. You can even call 911 and tell them you can't keep yourself safe. Symptom number four, feeling overwhelmed. You don't just feel overwhelmed at particularly hard moments, but most or all of the time. You feel like you're not cut out to be a mom and that this was all a terrible mistake. Symptom number five, not loving your baby. You don't feel any affection for your baby. And this goes beyond taking a while to bond, which is normal, but you may not even want to look at him or take care of her. Symptom number six, feeling inadequate. You worry you're not good enough or can't do this and your baby will be harmed or stunted forever and it'll be your fault. You're convinced that you're broken or defective, not just disappointed or regretful, but that you're really inadequate because you didn't give birth, quote, the right way or can't or don't want to breastfeed. Symptom number seven, anger and irritability. You snap at the baby, at your partner or anyone who comes near you and you resent your baby for putting you through this. And finally, symptom number eight, you're worried your baby's got you pegged as a fraud. You worry you're not fit to be a mother and that your baby can tell. He or she doesn't like you, doesn't love you, or resents you for crying all the time or being crazy. So the take-home message is this. Bringing a new little person into the world is tiring, emotional, and at times overwhelming. But if you're miserable, resentful, or worried more often than not, or you think you're losing your mind, you deserve some help. A new baby is hard, but it's not supposed to be torment. Most importantly, postpartum depression, anxiety, OCD, and psychosis are all treatable. Having postpartum depression doesn't make you a bad mom. Reaching out for help makes you a great one. So an excellent resource is postpartumprogress.org an award-winning nonprofit website with a wealth of information, validation, and support. And if you want more from The Savvy Psychologist, you can check out What is Postpartum OCD from the archives. If The Savvy Psychologist makes your life happier or healthier, let me know by liking on Facebook, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or subscribing to the bi-weekly newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com newsletters. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and a transcript of this and every other episode, as well as links to the studies I mentioned, are always available on quickanddirtytips.com savvy hyphen psychologist. And of course, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thanks again. I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. 
Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.